When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to the Coaching Youth Hoops Podcast. They're playing Basketball. Here's our hosts, Steve Collins. Steve Collins. And Bill Flitter. Bill Flitter. All right, welcome to Coaching Youth Hoops. Episode 8,612. I don't know what episode we're on. <laughs> I don't know what episode. It's good. That's a good sign for a podcast when you lose track of... of uh, you know, I'm starting that new one, the combination defense one. I'm starting that. I didn't tell mm. you that when we were off the air. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. that's easy because I know what episode I have to do and stuff. But when you get to like Coach Unplugged, which has 1500 or this one, once you get above 20, it becomes like, I don't know. I, I stopped saying which episode we're doing. Um, but before we jump in, Coaching Youth Hoops brought to you by the Coaching Youth Hoops membership. Go over and check it out. Everything you need for Coaching Youth Hoops. and basketballpracticeplans.com coaches just go there uh they are practice plans ready to download maybe you're already a couple weeks into your season you're like what what do you teach next they're down just download what i have already created for you uh just plug and play even if you've already started your season there's 24 practice plans or you can create a custom plan if you need something everything uh, you need everything everything for practice plans you need and coach is going to kill me for saying this, but he also does custom ones. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's going to kill me because his season has probably already started by the time this has come. So I'm, a, I'm not, I'm not speaking for him, but if you want a custom one, you better jump in like quick because quick. he's going to, he, 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 his time is limited the, the, once the season starts. So I, I him and I, yeah, him and I have not talked about this, but I'm going to tell him off the air that he should limit the number of those custom ones he does once the season starts. Otherwise, he'll be divorced because he won't, he won't like see his wife ever. He'll be doing <laughs> custom basketball <laughs> practice plans in his office. Don't That's right. That. 
he he's a year behind i think you're a year behind me i got 25 coming up my 25th this summer and i think you're at 24 right uh, let's see what year are we in we're 22 we just celebrated <laughs> our 23rd yeah, yeah so, so he's a year behind me you're behind yeah. me so i can't be i can't be that fatherly with only one more year of marriage but anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the other thing coaches i also have the uh, abc motion offense if you're kind of stuck teaching uh, uh an offense go check that out that's at basketballpracticeplans.com forward slash uh youth dash motion offense so we'll get that we'll get that in the show notes oh, so. what the hell <laughs> I never I find it on the site. Go to the footer of the website. Yeah, too. go to the footer of the that's website. That's, that's a lot easier. We bought all those U URLs. We, you know, that's why. Well, the problem is, function. the problem is, this is me. Like when we're done here, I'm gonna go walk my dogs. This is a nice day mm -hmm. out today. But when people are always saying that on the podcast I'm listening to, they go backward slash or forward. Slash. I don't know the difference between those things. Oh really? No. Well, you know what I'm gonna do right now? <laughs> anyway. I have to look at the, I actually bought the URL, so I have to look at what it is, and I'll just redirect it by the time this podcast airs. There, there we go. you go. There you go. It's done. Okay. So what are we talking We're Oh, we're talking about how to teach things at youth practices, right? A little bit today? Was that our- Yeah, a little bit in, in, with, with more of an emphasis on small-sided games, right? And uh, playing the and getting more- so I don't know who coined small-sided games, but I've been doing small-sided games for 35 years. Like- Yeah. Whoever coined it, good for you, TMU, whatever. Um, but I mean, part of teaching at the youth level is first of all making it fun, but also right. teaching skills by doing. Um, and that's what small sided games are. It's you know, two on two, two on three, reading in the screen, reading the pop, reading like limiting the constraints, which we've talked about a couple of weeks ago. But that's what a small sided game is. Maybe you're working on down screens or something. You're going to set up a small sided game and, and, and constrain it enough that you're working on that specific type of down screen or cross screen. Whatever you're doing um, is what a small sided game is for those of you that don't, that are listening and don't know what I'm talking about. But it's a, it's a, it's a game based skill breakdown. Is that a good summary, coach? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think. You know, what I always say in my practice plans, you know, when I design the practice plans, I always try to pick drills that you're teaching offense and defense at the same time. It's just the emphasis. So during a quote unquote, the offensive section of my practice plan, defense will be on the floor, but the emphasis is on the offense, right? So defense, I may say, they're going 50% or right just to have a body in front of you, maybe when you're first teaching something. Uh, but it does add that element of, of um, I think it, the, the kids are going to relate it better to what to do in, in situations when there is that defense. Again, it's just, you know, it's adding it. You're, you're playing a game. You can do, you can determine how, competitive the defensive side is for example if you are teaching offense and of course vice versa uh it's just a great way to teach both at the same time right it's and it's 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 smaller groups it's more kids being yeah. active um you know it's th that's what it is it allows you're managing under game-like conditions in a smaller group um and if anyone that's taught like i have you know that it's easier to teach in smaller groups and bigger groups um 
And, you know, the exercises, there's a correlation between what you're doing in that small-sided group. It tends to be in a smaller space, too, for the most part. Yeah. You don't tend to do two-on-two two full court. Um, but it tends to be in a smaller constrained space. Um, and that's where you're kind of teaching that specific thing. And, and the, the benefits, you know, there's a lot more motivation for them than when you're sitting and doing, you know, a dr quote unquote drill. Now there's fundamentals, there's drills, there's things that need to be taught, but um, you're trying to teach them refined skills in a game-based theory. And that's, yeah. that, that's why it works in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. Um, and yeah, and you know, we I get a lot of questions about you know utilizing practice time and more efficiently, and that is utilizing practice time more efficiently. Period. Right. 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 And yeah, especially if you have more than a couple baskets, it works really well. Now I know a lot of youth coaches have smaller baskets, but even if you do that, if you can break them up into groups of five on each basket. Um, yeah. and do some of your small sided games, things with that. Um, again, it's a buzzword, you know, like synergy and business. Like you do, does the business have synergy out of the like, box, out of the box, thinking out of the box. Like it's, it's one of those buzzwords, and I get it. Um, but it is an important aspect I think of, of teaching and it's an important aspect mm -hmm. of especially coaching at the youth level. Um, you know, the lower down you go, the more game based you should be. Um, not that you shouldn't be game-based with a junior in high school, and you are, uh, but there's some other nuances that have to happen, I think. Um, and also, I have them for a longer period and more days, and I can do other right. things. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I, it should be inversely, this, you know, you're dealing with kindergartens. A lot of the game should be based, should be kind of taught and based in that, in that avenue, I think. But in... You, you talked about the breakdowns, right? Um, it's not always five on five. It could be, I mean, one on one for that matter, right? Two on two. Uh, it could be three against four, right? I mean, so there's just, it depends on what you're teaching uh, and what you want to emphasize during that, that you know, that five minute drill that you're doing, Would right? Right, right. Yes, yes. And the thing is, change the constraints, like maybe you're working mm -hmm. on attacking the rim, or maybe you're limiting the dribbles, or you're eliminate. You, so we can help you with that. But you can also be creative and think about what do you want to work on? And how can I constrain it to allow it? Like there's times when we're working on our offense. Um, and we won't I won't let them dribble at all. Because I'm trying mm -hmm. to get movement. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm constraining something that they want to do that doesn't necessarily help with setting screens with reading screens with whatever we're specifically working on at that point. Um, so those constraints yeah. going back, like I said, a couple of weeks ago should fit into your small sided games too. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, maybe on the defensive side, uh, you know, you, you, uh, uh, you know, you, a constraint may be the number of players you're putting on the court. Um, could be the, you know, no paint touches, right? And the defense gets points if they don't allow the offense to go into the paint, right? Um, maybe on the offensive side too, the ball, I, I love this one. I've been doing this one. The, you know, the the play starts with running our out-of-bounds play, right? And then you do our out-of-bounds play and then depending what happens after that, right? Maybe the offense gets the offensive rebound, um, or they have to set up in their offense in the offense or the defense gets a stop and then 
right? Then you can trade sides or whatever. But um, again, that's a, a, a concept of a small sided game. It's just, or started from your sideline out of bounds play, right? So just lots of opportunities. You don't have to necessarily Google small sided games. It's like take a drill right. and add the offense or defense to it. And right. then as coach Collins said, is, is to do the, um, uh, you know, add the constraints to it. Um, and then you have a small sided game, right. And score it. I mean, I and think score scoring it, it just, it's, it's makes it competitive. Yep. Um, and smaller so. groups tend to work. I consider small sided games less than three on three. Um, that's me. I don't know if there's a formal mm. definition to it. Yeah. Um, but I think when you get four on four or five on five, or you get to bigger groups, it's not small side. It's not small anymore. It's big. It's almost it's big. the actual game. So I consider yeah. anything three on three and less. Okay, um, that's a good definition. I, like I don't that. know. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. maybe I, I mean, that's maybe I'm go. making that up right now. I don't know. I've never seen anything on what constitutes a small side game. Um, because once I get the four on four, it looks too similar. To what and, and again you maybe we call them large-sided games i don't know there you go. <laughs> tm trademark yeah, large-sided games but anyway but when you're doing five on five you can do the same constraints and all those kind of things in there it's just not you're not getting the reps and the small-sided stuff um but i think it's a great way to teach the game i agree all right yeah. anything else coach uh yes go to youthmotionoffense.com and okay. download down <laughs> download the abc's offense there you go there you go you can also if you're if you coach an advanced youth team then you can go to the rule of three offense.com that's easy either the number three or the right out three i have them both um awesome Awesome. all right till next week Bye. bye sports social podcast network